Okay, let's get started. Um, the, for me, this is, this is a foundational concept that has huge implications in our life. And, and I, I'm, my goal today is to make sure that I can give, convey to you what the Lord has is, is conveyed to me. And, you know, the Lord's funny. He'll grab you and he'll put you to work. So where's Leticia? Where'd you go? Um, you know, he grabbed me in 2012 and, and put me to work as a pastor, and I would have never thought that. So you never know where your journey's going to lead you. Um, but this verse, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are, are without excuse. Creation, evolution, if you would, um, the, the order of what we see and what, what's been created is, is there for us to observe God's characteristics, a God that we cannot sit down and have a conversation with in, in the physical sense. And so we've been given this verse so that we can look into God's creation so that the qualities that we cannot see we can understand so that none of us can have an excuse not to believe. Now I look at it as foundational for me. This is where my confidence comes from. And it's the most beautiful thing when you're, when you spend time in creation and you get to and you get to really be in awe of of what God did. So I thought I'd start here. Let's start big picture, okay? Now, um, uh, when I show this to kids, they I always I always say, well, where's the sun? And they point to the middle. Well, that's that's for those of you who know the Milky Way, right? That's just a big black hole sucking in all that light. And that little speck that you can't see over there is our solar system, and that's our Earth. And so we're, we're over there where the pointer is. So if you're a celestial being or you're in another universe, millions of light years away, and you're looking at our galaxy, the Milky Way, that's what you see. You would never know that we're all down here on this little place, struggling to get through life and deal with all the challenges that we have. And... And these celestial beings or these life on, in other galaxies has no idea that we're here. And I have to believe that that's going on all over the place. That here we are in our little place trying to look out with our Hubble telescope. And, and, and we have no clue what God has done other places. And yet we presume to speak in academia that God doesn't exist and that we're all just a cosmic mistake. And I absolutely, after praying and researching and digging into that question, and, and just think that is probably the most insane thought you could ever have when you understand the complexity of the world. This is a view that the Hubble of the Crab Nebula, I'm sure I didn't say that right, but it's 6,500 light years away in the Taurus constellation. That's a long way away. And we can only, in science, observe what is readily available, or we get to peer through the Hubble telescope into all the things that God has out there that we have no clue. One of the most exciting days for me will be when I get to be with the Lord and see everything he created, not just our existence. I mean, it's amazing. hair standing up on my head right now. And, and that day for me is closer than it was when I was younger. You know, so every year I get a little more excited about that day, and I'm serious about that. Um, the Milky Way's diameter is 100,000. This is just our galaxy. There are many galaxies, perhaps millions of galaxies. 
This is just our galaxy. Just to explore our galaxy, you'd have to, from one end to the other, you'd have to go 100,000 light years. And a light year is a lot faster than the speed of sound. I mean, can you wrap your brain around 100,000 light years? If we could even travel the speed of light, it would take 100,000 years to get from, I mean, we, you know, we'd, the daisy chain of people it would take to go from one end to the other would be incredible. Okay, now inside our planet, we have lots of little guys that we don't, this is, I'm going the other direction. Okay, we're one extreme to the other, just to get an idea of how cool God is, right? Okay, I think God was just, you know, he was just having a ball when he started dreaming all this stuff up. I mean, you, can you imagine, now God invented laughter, right? So you know he loves to laugh, and you know he was giggling when they were sitting around designing all this stuff, you know? Or laughing when he put the process in place to allow this kind of, Evolution, if, if you would, directed by God to occur. And you know he's got to be amazed. And, he's, and, and he, uh, he put us on this planet to co-create. You know, you can tell. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a builder. I'm a developer. We, everything you see out here was drawn on a plan. There isn't a plant or a shrub or a bush or a light fixture in this community that wasn't drawn first and engineered and thought about. And, and, and so yet... You, you look at it and you enjoy it, and I'm sure all these people someday will have a theory about how it all happened. Uh, but there were a team of people who poured their heart into laying it all out, and, and then it comes out of the ground. You know, I wonder what God's team looked like when they laid out the universe. When I saw that, I thought of the Fabergé eggs, and I wonder if the designer of the Fabergé egg just stole his concept from this bug. Isn't that magnificent? Have you ever, you know, we don't, we don't, that thing is so tiny. If, if you're not, don't have your eyes open looking for it, you'd miss it. Look at the, you know, now that's royal wedding hat stuff right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. How cool is that? I'm not saying that's real. I'm just saying I like it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Porteous, for putting that evil thought out there in everybody's head. That's not Photoshop. That's not Photoshop. That's love. That's love. That's a DNA strand. It's made up of nucleotides. Didn't know any of that until I started digging in about God's creation. And I, I had to answer for myself um, this whole question of was there a designer or not, or were we a cosmic accident? The consequences of that thought process are significant. And we're going to get to this in a minute. If, if, you're, if you're an accident, then your life has no meaning. It's survival of the fittest. There's no morality. There's no rules. If we're an evolutionary mistake, then there is, there, there's no love. What you experience spiritually doesn't exist. And I, I don't believe that. You can't believe that. It's insane to believe that. To, to, to believe that we didn't have a, a designer 
to, to, know, to look at us and all the systems. Do you know how many systems are in your body? Your electrical system, your pulmonary system, your circulatory system, your nervous system, your brains, your muscular system, your cartilage system, your bone system. They're all, uh, and they all work together in harmony. Your eyes and how they put images in your brain. That, that we're, we, you, you're going to try and convince me that that just, you know, it's like take all the materials of a Swiss watch, throw it in a box, shake it together for a billion years, and a watch comes out. I just don't believe that. I can't. The DNA strands are what, read the bottom of that. It's a molecule that contains instructions. Instructions. Well, who put the instructions in there? That's a scientist saying that. An organism needs to develop, live, and reproduce. So those nucleotides that are in your atoms, when you scrape yourself, or, you know, that's what forms your nose. It's what makes you the shape you are, the color of your skin. All those instructions are, are in that DNA strand. Pretty amazing. Those are your instructions, and you pass those down from generation to generation. You also pass down your spiritual DNA from generation to generation according to Scripture. Well, why not? God intended us to pass down our, our DNA, physical DNA. What about our spiritual DNA? What are the consequences of the marriage of two people who seeking God, the triangle that I heard about at a wedding yesterday that I love with God at the apex? And as you grow closer to God, you grow closer together as a couple as you move up that triangle. What a beautiful image. Think about the consequences of your spiritual growth on the generations that are going to come after you, the impact that you can have on, on the hundreds and potentially thousands of people generation after generation. The wedding we were at, the, the family came to know Christ in India 250 years ago from German missionaries. The, the wedding was sold out for God. It was the most remarkable worship service I've been to in a long time. And it was hot. It was outside. And it was still good. Uh, if you don't know this guy, he, he should be on your short list of people when you're talking to your family about God. Is there a God? Um, Dr. Francis Collins is the master mapper of the Human Genome Project. And he was an atheist when he started out and he loves Jesus and through his research is convinced more than ever that Jesus was who he said he was and scholars like C.S. Lewis and other people had a profound impact on him so we we rarely hear today about and that that scientists love God you know we, we hear that they don't and even my own kids who who are in Universities are saying, Dad, there aren't, you know, there aren't any scientists that, you know, that are evolutionists and genome mappers and DNA people. That There aren't very many that, that have held on to their faith. It's just not true. That is, a, that is a prescription that people are putting out there that's just not real. So I love this guy. And, and I think he's in a, an important part of telling the story to your families that... Um, God has, has a lot to say about creation. Just, so just a reminder, this verse is just rock solid. Now, consequences of there is no God and that creation formed without him 
are pretty severe because of this. God gave us free will. We know why, right? Because there's no love without free will. He made us a free people to choose. You know, that whole constitutional thing about our inalienable rights come from our Creator. That's why I think this country is so magnificent, as flawed as it is. And it's flawed because of free will. We, have a, we can choose to be evil. We can choose to believe that there is no God. And if there is no God, there is no love. That's back to that evolution thing. If we're cosmic accidents, then it's survival of the fittest. And this is your purpose. When, right before Jesus was arrested, he prayed for the disciples, and then he prayed for us. And as part of that prayer, he said, Righteous Father, though the world doesn't know you, I know you. And they know that you've sent me. And I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known. Why? In order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. The whole point he came down was so that we could know God and that he could, and we're to be Christ-like. So your purpose is to know him and make him known. That's it. In your, in your work, in your children, in your families. And there is tremendous generational blessing that comes from that. Knowing him and making him known. The mission of our company is creating value, which we have to do to attract capital. Why? To restore hope. How do we restore hope? By knowing him and making him known. Creating value to restore hope by knowing him and making him known. And we've gone from five people to 30, and the crazy thing is just, you know, it's just, and we're praying every week together. And we just want to hold that cultural DNA together, both in our company and in our family. There's no separation between our faith in our families or in our company or in our business. And there's tremendous favor that God will show. I want that for people so bad to experience what it's like to walk with the Lord with no doubt. And no doubt for me comes from his creation. All I have to do is open my eyeballs and look around and be in awe of what he's created. And I forget about all the galaxies that are out there. That's why I love to remind you about that. But free will can result in this. Selfishness, pride, hate, abuse, drug use, bullying, sexual abuse, foul language. And if, if there is no God, and it's all about survival of the fittest, then it's perfectly okay for someone to say, well, the fittest is an Aryan race. And if we're the fittest, we can kill everybody else because that's evolution. We're going to improve the species, if you will. My family came from Warsaw, Poland. My grandmother came over in 1935 to escape Hitler. And most of her family did not come. And this is where they died. This is Auschwitz. This is what results from life without God. You think it doesn't matter? Last weekend, I was in Houston sailing. I got off the water Friday with my dear friend, Jack. And when we got off the water, we found out that his wife's mother was killed in Santa Fe. If we raise our children without Christ, without the experience of God's love, and without reinforcing that, with them through what God has created, 
This is just going to get worse. We took God out of schools. We took hope out of schools when we did that. Thank goodness we have teachers that like her. She pushed someone out of the way so that the child would survive. God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish. This is the good news. God knew we needed a savior. He knew when he unleashed free will in the world what that would mean. He was willing to put up with the evil for us to experience the love. And man, it's good. Man, it's good. I've never been in a better place. More surrounded by people who love the Lord. Never been closer in my walk with the Lord and experienced the freedom that comes with that. God, I want that for my children. They're having to go through all the same stuff to get there. Jesus was with God. And he came down here to take the beating we deserve. It matters. He hung on that cross for us. He didn't, didn't come in judgment. He came to redeem the law. It's really simple. He said two things. Love God and love your neighbor. It's not complicated. It's really not. The bodily resurrection of Christ the most important event in human history. Thank you, Lord, that we're on this side of that. People need to know. People need to know. You know, I, I, I hate it that pastors fall and churches divide and, and that the Christian example is, surrounds so much judgment because it, it muddles the message that Satan's tool is to confuse the church so that it divides us, to attack our families so that it can stop us from doing our work, to, to, to get us so caught up in our cultural of wanting to hoard our stuff that we're, we just hold on to it a little too tight. You know, the, the more we pour in and we help people understand who Jesus is, God, the more love and freedom and joy and passion there is. We are a Mission Arlington partner. They're one of our partners, Pays and Mission Arlington. Mission Arlington's been around for 30 years. These are pictures. Those are my wrestling. I claim them. They're mine. Those are my wrestling kids and that's Tilly with the Christmas stuff and that's Clark and the team over there that that work so hard seven days a week they've given their lives to serve and we're proud to support them as part of this church body if you want to serve somewhere go serve there you know if you need a day and you just need to be uplifted if you're struggling with depression if you're struggling with you had a bad day in your marriage or you broke off a relationship and you're just hurting, just, just walk over there and go pray with Tilly and spend a little time with her, and you'll feel better. Holy Spirit's all over that place. Righteous Father, though the world doesn't know you, I know you, and they know you've sent me. I've made you known to them and will continue to make you known why in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. 
you know, to me, it's, it's, it just breaks my heart that people don't know Jesus. And to be a contagious Christian, you know, just that's what we want, we aspire to be, to be a contagious Christian. You got to know your stuff, go to Havarim, dig in, find some revelation that God wants to share with you that you can get excited about. Because when you're in the Word and you're excited about what you're learning, it's contagious. It's just going to come out. I, I love this message. It's hard at times. But, I, I, you know, if you're a backpacker or a camper or a walker, um, you know, you, you get to experience God when you're out there. When I'm on the sailboat and I'm goofing around in the wind and the waves he created and all the, all the geometry that makes that boat go fast, I'm in awe of what he did. I'm still discovering all the time. And that discovery is a reminder that he's here, he's with us, he's alive. And if he's capable of creating all these galaxies with hundreds of thousands of light years, he's capable of becoming man and dying on a cross for us. And we need to tell that story. So today, if you need prayer, if you need just want to go and pray with someone and recommit, we'll be around. Dave will be somewhere. If, if someone in your family doesn't know Jesus yet, and you don't want to see them fall away and have a generational sadness without love in their family, come on up, pray. If you need to recommit, let's do that. And Ryan will pray something, play something for us. And I'm going to pray us out. Father God, we're amazed by your creation. We hold on to that verse in Romans that Paul left with us. Um, we see your characteristics, Father. We hear you. We, we see the society crumbling around us and the devastation that comes from the theory of evolution without God. Father, help us press against that. Give us the power of the Holy Spirit to speak life and healing and love and forgiveness and restoration and gentleness and faithfulness and purity to our families and our children. We're in awe, Father, of what you've created, and we're grateful to be a part of it and to walk in the center of your will, Father. That's where we choose to be. That's where we want to be, Father. Thank you for rebuking us when we walk outside of that. Bring us back in, Father. We, we're grateful for that. Father, for the trials that we're going to endure in this earth, we just pray for, you, for supernatural strength to get through it. Father, there are people in here who needed to hear this message today and who this just resonated with them in a special way. I can feel it. So, Father, I would just in, we give those people the strength and courage to ask for prayer and to pray that prayer to accept Christ if they haven't done it and begin that journey of experiencing God's love and knowing him and making him known. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah.